And that's the cheese. <clears throat> that's the cheese. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. Uh, we, you know, we had a lot to talk about, and uh, we just hope you have a great, uh, a great week. Hey, you know, make it a great week. Uh, signing <laughs> off here at the One Hit No Wonder podcast. Uh, I'm Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a question, and I'm Nolan. <laughs> I'm Ron Guys, we're just joking. This is the beginning of the episode. Uh, How many people looked at their phones just now? We're like, hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hey, Michelangelo. Hey, Michelangelo. I I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for a cage match. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Welcome to One Hit No Wonder. Let's go. Yeah, welcome to One Hit No Wonder. Uh, this is the podcast where we take two, count them, two One Hit Wonders every week. And we bash them up against each other and uh, make them fight to the death to uh, do the thing that I always say on here that I think I Good screwed job. up. Good <laughs> job. Uh, man, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long week. Um, oh, let, me, let me take that. Again. This is the show that. (laughs) This is the show where we take two one hit wonders every week and we uh, listen to both of the songs and then we take those artists' next most popular songs, listen to those, make those fight to the death, and uh, determine which one is more deserving of the title one hit. No wonder. Wonder, wonder, wonder. Yeah, we got it. So uh, this week we are in a bit of a scramble because we are not professionals. Um, No. In, Hardly. On, in case the first um, two minutes of the show didn't tell you that, uh, we are doing two 90s songs this week because I was feeling very 90s. I threw these together and I thought, hey, these are some fun so songs. 90s. Let's talk about those. I really like one of these artists and I really like the other one, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about them, but um, they sound yeah. like, they sound like a fun time. Uh, and also, I was kind of lying about the, the first one. I don't really like them that much. But Yeah, I hate these guys. <laughs> <laughs> We also <laughs> talk about other things on the show, like what we've been listening yeah. to this week. Uh, Nolan, do you want to go ahead and give the Yeah, sure. Um, what I've been listening to, I, uh, I've i been throwing it back. I've been grabbing it, tossing it back there, and uh, not really. Uh, there's a band called Silverstein that's kind of been around, I, I feel like, uh, forever now, at least the majority of the uh, new era um, that we've been living in. They just released a song called Bankrupt, and it's a little bit different, but... It's freaking good. So here's Bankrupt. 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 Blow it up! Hail to the king of vanity! Praise to the Lord! Different, a bit different than uh, than you're used to. They're kind of usually a band that sort of s- sits back, sings. It's pretty, you know. Shane Told's got a, a a nice voice, but he's more like shouting and yelling and whatnot in that one. Uh, less, I mean, he screams, but like this is more of like a, "What's up? This is what it is." 
Yeah, very much like a limp biscuit, how they used to say. <laughs> What's up? This is what it is. That's exactly limp biscuit. Now they're going to sue us for copyright. But yeah, Silverstein's what I've been listening to. Matt, what you got? What you been listening to, old bean? D- did that band take their name from Shel Silverstein, author of such childhood favorites like Where the Sidewalk oh, Ends? No, no damn clue. <laughs> No idea. It'd be pretty cool if they did. I mean, he was a good, he was a good writer. He's a good author. Yeah, you know what? When when I first heard of um, Silver's Son pickups, Uh I thought it was Silverstein pickups for years. Didn't know that. It's the same band. They just changed their name and and entire sound (laughs) genre. Like I thought, I thought Silverstein branded their own pickups, and they were in the guitar game now. But little did I know. Yeah, what you got? What you been listening to, you old, you old snake? Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to a new song that just came out called Crawling King Snake by the Black Keys. Black Keys are putting mm. out a new record this year. It's their 10th studio album, and it uh, it better be better than their last couple because, boy, howdy, <laughs> those weren't good. Um, that's not right to say. I mean, they were decent. They're just pretty forgettable. <laughs> but uh, I have high yeah. hopes for this one. So the, the, the story behind this upcoming album is that it's all songs that were heavily inspired uh, by the Delta Blues movements uh, from some of the Black Keys' favorite artists growing up, like your, your Delta Mississippi guys, like Robert Johnson and Junior Kimbrough, who they actually did a cover album of back in 2006 before they like really blew up. They have this album that's like 10 or 12 covers uh, of just this, this one blues guitarist who they were big fans of, and it's, in my opinion, the best thing that they ever released. Because it's like it, their their sound works so well with with that sound, um, but they made it cool and garagey and just like really fun and like dirty gritty blues kind of stuff. So I, I have high hopes for this, but uh, they they released a single from the upcoming album. It's called Crawling King Snake, and here it is. good mm-hmm. i really like the production and that sound it's recorded right here in nashville tennessee so that's pretty i fun. was gonna say the 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 kick is mixed so well mm-hmm. like it's it's um it sounds like a really big bass drum yeah. like the it, it's got it's got punch but i feel like it's got more depth than punch yeah which is just it's not it's not so common it's very nice yeah but so. i'm gonna go ahead and add that <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, because of this track, uh, this single, I do have high hopes for this record because that's like when the Black Keys are just being a blues band, I think that's when they're at their best. Um, they, I mean, don't get me wrong, they write really good you know, pop rock songs and all that stuff, 
or they did, you know, back in the in the brothers' days, uh, or you know, gold on the ceiling and that kind of stuff. But uh, I just think that in the past couple of years, what we've gotten from them has just been not as fulfilling because they've gotten away from that sound so much, and they really try and get experimental and whatever. But you know, they're just they're at their best when they're just like playing what they grew up playing. So. Yeah, yeah, this is good. I enjoyed it. I'm excited for it. I went ahead and added that and pre-added the album itself. Mm. But uh, that's it. The guys, that's what we've been listening to. Before we get down into the uh, knockdown, drag out fight real quick. Oh, housekeeping. <laughs> Step back, bro. Um, I have a story to share <laughs> after this, but go on. Yeah. Speaking well, good deal. I can't wait for this story. Uh, guys, we're on social media, Instagram, Twitter. I have been posting things. Um, I'm a little, still a little bit rusty, but you know, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there, uh, at one hit, no wonder. Um, you can email us to at one hit, no wonder pod. If you have a suggestion, if you want to tell us that we suck or we're really good, we'd prefer the latter, but Hey, we get it. People got opinions, man. It's the world we live in. Matt, what's the story? What do you, what do you have for me? I went to my first MMA fight last night. Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There was, uh, it was really cool. I mean, all things considered, it was, first of all, let me just, let me just backtrack a minute. This is the first event that I've been to in well over a year. Uh, I figured, hey, I'm fully vaccinated at this point, and uh, it's probably safe enough to go out to a, a fun spot. You know, I'll take all the right precautions, bring my hand sanitizer, yada, yada, yada. So, got invited to this MMA fight. And I went and my little group and I got front row seats because one of us was a sponsor, like worked for the sponsor of the event. There must have been like 400 or so rednecks there. Um, Hmm. And uh, there was a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming, but that's besides the point. So they had, you know, they they started out with the little kids because apparently children do MMA. So what? Yeah. Like, like, (laughs) like little, little kids. And so oh, they no. had these, the first fight was uh, these two middle schoolers who, and you know, they pull out all the stops. They like <laughs> dim the, the lights frick? and they like, you know, do like the cool intro music. It's like, and in the blue corner comes from, you know, he's four foot seven, weighing in at <laughs> 70 pounds, none other than the greatest and the latest and the hardest hitting mother trucker oh this side God. of Beantown, whatever. Uh, and then this, this kid walks up on stage and he's like, <laughs> not quite five feet tall, right? Like he's just a little guy, but it's it's uh, cute. Yeah, yeah. He's got like his head protection on. He's got his gloves, and like they're you know bigger than his face. And I'm like ah, he's he's funny. He's like you know getting all into. He's like yeah yeah yeah. I'm bad, dude. I'm bad. And then his opponent comes. So like we're all watching. We're like okay, this is gonna be a fun little fight. His opponent comes in the ring. This dude is a head and a half taller than the other guy, the first kid. Oh no. And he is shredded. He's got like a full on six pack and he's like 12 oh, years no. old and he's got 10 times the amount of energy that the first little kid has. And I'm like, okay, so wait, these kids are the same age. Like, is that the only qualification? Because I feel like this kid probably weighs mm, 40 pounds more than the first kid. Now, dude, at this point you got to be thinking number one, where the hell am I right now? Number two, can I place bets? Are there prop bets I can place on this fight? Because I think I know who will win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and if you thought that the uh, six foot tall, um, you know, 
Chris Pinesworth, whatever, whatever looking fellow yeah. was going to win, uh, you were right because in the first round, um, the the smaller child took a kick right to the nose and drew blood, and blood oh starts no. dripping all down his chest, and he's holding oh back tears God. in the middle of this fight. You can hear him amongst all the crowd who's screaming stuff like "uppercut, uppercut, lay him out, lay him out, Tim, let's lay do it, out. come on." And I'm like, "Hey, th- hey, they're 12, um, and this kid's about to cry." Uh, and no embarrassment, you know, I'm not trying to embarrass it. I would have cried too if, if I had taken a kick to the face and kick you know, to the face. my nose was probably broken. Um, yeah, yeah, this kid was in rough shape. And so he's just like, he takes a couple more punches and then he just kind of starts crying and they, they finish the match because like each round is only a minute long. So they finish the match. Finish him. And Keep uh, punching him. Yeah. <laughs> Sweep the leg. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they finished match, and then they're like, "This was a, our first exhibition match of the night." So both these guys are winners, and I'm like, mm, "No, they're not." No, but that, that's not like, true, man. If you're a, if you're a parent watching that, hey, why would you ever let your child in a ring? Like, oh my god, uh, dude! I I understand kids like to fight and they like to do you know karate and all that stuff, but that's different than like MMA, like hand to hand combat, like. Yeah, kids who in taught the face? that one kid how to kick like that? This kid, this other kid's probably in there like, yeah, I want to be like Frankie Edgar or <laughs> whoever he's looking up to. And then he takes this rocket heel kick to the <laughs> nose. Yep. And this kid came from like <laughs> six feet away too, like with that, oh that heel god. kick, like right to the nose. Like, oh my God. It was, oh it was no. the most violent hit of the night by far. And <laughs> it was the first match with these 12-year-old kids. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. I, I like MMA now, and uh, this is the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, That's right. On Spotify. We're getting ripped. We're getting ripped out here. A couple shredded. of gym reps. Yeah. That's right. Mr. Four Miles. We're, yeah, we're going to microdose now, just like Jay, Jay Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got everything figured out, so why not live exactly like him? Yeah, exactly. UFOs, am I right? Okay, so today we're got, uh, we have two 90s songs. I'm going to bring in the first band here. So we're talking about Deep Blue something. Deep Blue what? I don't know. <laughs> See, that's something. the joke. They're called yeah, Deep Blue great. something. It's a great joke. Really solid. Well-crafted. <laughs> Shut up. They have a new <laughs> single out now that you can listen to, by the way. Uh, no, you're lying. I'm not lying Are they really? at all. Oh, yeah. no, well, they do. That's what their Spotify do. says. It says new single out now, so. Yeah, so they're they're a '90s band. They were formed in 1991. Uh, first off, they're known for the song "Breakfast at Tiffany's." So if you don't know, which we all something, know. you yes, you know the song "Breakfast at Tiffany's." Everybody does. It's off their album "Home." It is the second track on the album because the first track is an instrumental, a three and a half minute instrumental. Which no, 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 that's never a good way to start your album off if you're not an instrumental band. <laughs> Three minute instrumental. It's a three and a half minute instrumental called Gammer Gurton's Needle. Ew, and it's a terrible name. What the heck? Yep. Okay. And that's followed so, by Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is the only song that you're going to recognize off this album, besides maybe one of the B sides, which is called Dear Prudence, written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Oh my God. Of the Beatles. It's also of the, the second song, or it's the second Dear Prudence cover that we've talked about on this show. The other oh, one right. being uh, the uh, Ooh Child oh folks. Yeah, the Ooh Child people. Yeah, and they I killed it because yes. they worked with Ring with uh, not Ringo with George. 
Yes, that's right. They worked with George in collaboration to do the Dark song. Horse or something or something or other. I don't know, whatever the studio was. Yeah. So we got Deep Blue something, and what's mm-hmm. the second band? Who are we going up against? Four Non Blondes. Of course. Four course, Non Blondes. So not the blondes that you, that not, you know, not that group. This is the, not the, the brunettes. Non-blondes. They couldn't have, they could have just said the redheads. The, the whatevers. Yeah. I mean, they literally they could have gone with any other name because if your if your band name is not the Beatles, oh, then God. you know it can theoretically be anything. So yeah, this well, is four non blondes. There's a story behind their name too. But they're known for the song What's Up. And uh, that's off their album Bigger, Better, Faster More. Exclamation point. So we're gonna talk about that. Mm. I picked these two songs really, really just because like I felt like they were kind of big ones that we hadn't talked about yet that were mm-hmm. on the list. And I want to I want to start getting to more of like the big ones. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I'll put it this way. I want to get the big ones out of the way so that we can talk about okay. some of the lesser known ones, because I feel like that's I, I, like, I I'm going through the list and we've 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 hit like a lot. You know, at this point, we've done almost 60 mm-hmm. songs and. So the the list is sort of dwindling down, but there's a lot on there that I've never heard of and don't know the artist, don't know the song. So I want to get to those. Because we probably know the song itself. Exactly. And I want to be pleasantly surprised. Or unpleasantly not surprised. (laughs) So I want to, yeah, we'll start with uh, Deep Blue Something. Uh, Okay. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Do you remember the film? The the film I I, I I remember actually less than the actual the song well, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I said, but what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? What about Breakfast Breakfast at Tiffany's? And and she said, I think I remember the film. Oh my god! So it's uh, it's Are based these on lyrics? It's, yes, it's Jesus based on, <laughs> it's based on the movie. Well, I'm so it's sorry. not really based on the movie. It's it, the song is <laughs> like about a relationship or like a blossoming relationship, and it's like, um, it's just it's a based on it's based on Al Pacino's performance in Scarface. And yes, um, yeah. W- can we talk about Al Pacino for a minute? I mean, how good is oh, Al Pacino? Hell of a talent. Hell of a, Hell talent. Of a talent. That kid's going places. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's actually a really cute song. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, it's it's very fun. It, like the the lyrics are all you know about like uh, you know you say we've got nothing in common, no common ground to start from, and we're falling apart. Uh, the world has come between us. Our lives have come between us. Still, I know you just don't care. And I said, what about Eugene. breakfast at Tiffany's? Like we got we got that in common. <laughs> oh, no. And that's basically what the song is. It's like you know this this relationship. Yeah, we is, don't uh, even need to not hear that it great. now. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear it. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, we'll play a little bit of it just so you can kind of get an idea because you probably haven't listened to it in a very long time. So here it is, Breakfast Tiffany's. You'll say we've got nothing in common no common ground to start from and we're falling apart You'll say The world has come between us Our lives have come between us Still I know you just don't care And I said, what about Breakfast to Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film 
say? All right, let's hear it. Well, I'll say, I think for one of the few times in the show history that we have, the verse was so boring. Really? For me, incredibly boring. Like, I was like, I was I was kind of losing it, and then I was like, and then I it, it occurred to me this song is what this song is, or like the status is where it's at because mm. of the chorus because the chorus is just it blows you away it's fantastic the 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 build in is great the drum beat and the it's just catchy it's just really catchy but mm. the man the verse oh it's like you re, it's one of those ones where you I just got to get through this. Mm part so i can get to yeah, the good part it, it definitely sounds like a song that was written with the the first thing in mind was the chorus and then they had to build around that because you know they had a yeah. very catchy chorus on their hands and they're like well you know we need we need filler we can't just have a whole whole song of this chorus so. this is a half lightning song i think they caught half of the lightning bolt in the jar <laughs> and they just they closed the lid too fast and then uh and they went to sleep so um, but yeah, I mean, it's a decent song. Uh, a lot of people liked it. Uh, United mm-hmm. Kingdom, it went platinum, uh, certified sales over 600,000. That's not, not a lot of sales. It's incredible. It's a lot of money. Uh, and yeah. in the billboard hot 100, it peaked at number five, you know, mm-hmm. in the, for the year position in 1996, it ended at 39. So, I mean, it's, it's something that a ton of people liked and who knows, maybe they like the verse too, but I, I think it's a, it's a weak verse. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I have, uh, the, the one thing that popped out to me upon listening mm-hmm. to the song this time, and I've heard it before, uh, but yeah, like you yeah. said, it's, it's a pretty forgettable verse. So like aside from the chorus, you're not really ever focused on the verse. And let me know what you think about this. Hmm. Early two thousands worship song. Oh, wow. <laughs> I felt like you could replace oh. those lyrics with anything about God or, you know, Jesus, and you would have a crisp, clean, perfect early 2000s worship song. Yeah, I think you just, the news you start, would buy this. D to G to F or whatever that was, or A, I think. Yeah, just very simple three chord. Yeah. You got the acoustic guitar player, and then... Just to add a little extra saucy spiciness, the second part of that verse just layers <laughs> that same acoustic guitar over it. And then the bass comes in, and then big, big chorus, earth-shattering chorus, and that's when the whole crowd lifts their hands up. Yeah, like, everybody yes. lifts their hands. Yep. What if cartoons got saved? That's exactly the feeling that I get from Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'll put that in post. That's a great uh, song. Bre- <laughs> Breakfast at Jesus's. <laughs> Let's go to breakfast at the Lord's house. There is there well, is a very well-known Christian song called hey, Breakfast, well, and it is one of my favorite Christian songs ever. And it's where we can play football. Um, <laughs> it's a big, big house. It's a big, big house. Um, okay, so we know everything we need to know about Breakfast at Tiffany's. Again, mm-hmm. it came out in 1995, mid in the summer, and it peaked in some good spots. A lot of people like the song. Uh, and so far, we got weak verses. Weak, ver- weak verses, very memorable verses. chorus. Yeah. I wonder what the second most popular song is going to have for us. Yeah, so this is the song that comes right... At, this is a symptom that we find all too often on the show. It's a song that comes mm. right after uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's oh, on the no. album. So it's it's track number three on, on Home, which is the name of the record. Yeah. It's called Halo. It's not. It hasn't cracked a million on Spotify quite yet, but I'm sure they'll get there after this. After the success of this new single that they're putting out, 
I, yeah. I bet uh, I bet they're going to get a lot more plays on this. Can we talk about this album cover for a minute here? What's going yeah, on there? It's, Whoa. it's a very yellow, sort of like very 90s, like early Photoshop kind of style. Yeah. But there's like barbed wire that's coming together to, to meet on like a surrealist it, painting of some is sort. Is it a picture frame? Okay, yeah. It's like a picture frame. Um, also, oh, this the, is one of those when the lettering is like oh, definitely yeah. just like not a part it's of like the it's art. like what I did in PowerPoint in middle school. It's one of those yeah. like with a shadow on the you know in the background mm-hmm. of it, and uh, it's a Creed it, album cover. It's also red, even though the band is named Deep Blue something. I feel like they could have at least gotten that right, you know, like and yeah, hey, they kind of maybe we should go blue here. No, nah, red, red on yellow looks great, guys. Good so, lord. <laughs> so Halo. So this, Halo. Okay. Uh, it's it, it's the Halo theme song actually, which most people don't know. <laughs> this is where that, uh, it's it's just this, droning monk sounds uh, followed the song by song inspired Bungie. Guitar. Yeah. And to make Halo. Yeah. Let's see. Let's let's do a let's do a game here. Let's listen to the song and then see if there's any sort of connection we can make between this and the Halo theme. Okay. All right. Here's Halo from Deep Blue Something. Already. <laughs> That was really good. I swear I just put on Deep Blue Something and not The Smiths. I don't know what happened. That's so <laughs> weird. Huh. Uh, what a funny thing. Uh, wow. Well, that was the most ripped <coughs> off, like, uh, 80s, like, uh, yeah. That sounded like The Smiths. Uh, or am I just crazy? I, that was well, weird. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I will say uh, it, that was really funny that it started with, like, a <laughs> boom kind of thing going on so it did it did compare to halo so maybe this was uh, where bungie got their inspiration for the music probably uh yeah somebody was a really big deep blue something fan <laughs> um, <laughs> the music composer were... for halo is just like no 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 guys <laughs> this is where it's at this this first note in this song none of the rest of the song but this first note that's where <laughs> no. that's the direction video game composition is going we're taking the first five seconds Everything else is trash. And uh, I think that's also my opinion. Halo was not a good song. I don't think any of that was catchy. I think it was just really funny that we were talking about Halo and then that happened. Um, I'm going to say this. uh, That drummer really likes that fill. (laughs) Yep. It's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here now. Folks, for uh, perspective, Breakfast Breakfast at Tiffany's has a combined uh, just about... 197 million streams uh because their first three most popular songs on spotify are all breakfast at tiffany's just different releases yep 
Halo comes in at 455,000, you know, plus, but uh, not even holding a candle. Definitely listened to that much because it's the second, it's just, it's next after breakfast at Tiffany's. Somebody forgot to hit the loot button on Spotify a lot of times. Yep. Um, that's basically what it. That that's the story here. That's all that's going yeah. on with with Halo. This song has nothing. Yeah. No charting information. Breakfast at Tiffany's, I guess, released in its single form, had a lot of success. Halo is just an unclickable name on their pages. Yeah. <laughs> no information. Yeah. Yeah. And the, well, and the album just gets worse after that worse. as far as the play count goes. <laughs> like people just slowly give up listening to the rest of it it's kind of funny to see yeah well i mean it's a song i feel like we're the same as last week with the second song this is a song it's a song yeah it's not not a song yeah it's not not a song just like uh four non-blondes are not blondes very yep very true i think bruce willis's song that he released is much better than uh halo um yeah, well, which, uh, which Bruce Willis one? Oh, geez. Uh, we did talk about Bruce Willis on this show We a talked while about back. Bruce Bruce and Swayze. Bruce and Swayze, that's episode. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, going to be like a car detailer. Bring your car over to Bruce and Swayze. Are we talking Swayze's Soul Shake? Was that the one that we did? Soul Shake. Yeah, that's the one. It's a really good one. I apologize if you hear my dog. Right. This is it, baby. So that's uh, that was in Die Hard Three. Uh, remember that <laughs> final climactic scene where uh, Bruce and Sam and Jackson get you know uh, in the they, church they stop the terrorist and they get in that church. And they <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we stop the terrorist. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah, everybody's happy now. Can't wait for Sorry Die for Hard that, Four. Do, do, that do. wonderful rabbit trail. So four non blondes. Uh, I hope I hope we're in for better than Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's better. Uh, I mean, well, I don't you, know. You think four non-blondes are better than Halo? Let's find yes. out. Four non-blondes are better than the video game Halo. Yes. E, mm, well, mm, I will mm. I will make that statement. I will always make I, that argument. I hope every time somebody's like, hey, to this man, podcast. Every time somebody <laughs> comes up to me and says, hey, Halo is the best <laughs> video game of all time, my retort is, you don't know anything about four non-blondes. Okay. <laughs> If we're going to talk video games, we're going to talk seriously, okay? Four Non Blondes is the greatest video game of all time. They're a band mm. from San Francisco uh, that formed in 1989. Right, right. Uh, and originally, the band was made up of all females. There was four girls in the band, and they gained a lot of notoriety playing around in local clubs, local bars, uh, and they actually grew a huge chunk of their fan base uh, thanks to the, the lesbian subculture at the time in San Francisco. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So in the, the, the lead singer, primary songwriter of the band was uh, openly gay and basically was, was a pretty, pretty big advocate for LGBTQ rights at the time, which is very cool. Uh, but yeah. shortly after the release of their first album, uh, their lead guitar player split and they replaced her with a dude and the band just kind of fizzled out from there. They put out mm. one album. That's all we ever got from them. But that really? album, really, only yeah. one album. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they 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 would go on to do some other uh, work later on, mainly contributing to uh, 
what, what's the word I'm thinking? Like like tribute albums or like con, you know compilation albums, right? Um, like they, they would, would cover some songs and yeah, they'd be like uh, basically featured. Um, they they got a couple spots in some movies like Wayne's World two and Airheads. Um, so you know they they gain a little bit of popularity, but they never really topped that the success of that first record. And the only reason that that record got big was because of the song What's Up. So in case you don't know what What's Up sounds like. We could play a little bit of that now. Let's do <sighs> it. I'm actually forgetting what it sounds like. All right, here it is. I'll tell you this for uh, uh, the reason I said before that I, I don't know this song is because it, it's probably the most poorly named song yep. I've ever <laughs> I've ever encountered. This song is called what's up and the lyrics uh-huh. that are most recognizable are what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's a great song. It's very catchy. Uh, yeah. it, it lacks in the beginning a little bit. So those, these bands have a couple of things in common, you know, with like hmm. kind of dragging in the beginning, but like the choruses are, are, are you know, banging hits. Yeah. I think, uh, that that's sort of just, just their acoustic guitar. I mean, it's just a chord progression. It's, it's just, you know, four bars of the, of the chord progression that will continue throughout the entire song. I mean, most of the time there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's perfectly harmless, but it's not really a hook. It's just kind of to get you like, okay, this is this is what this song is gonna be, and that's all it is. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't hate this song. I I like it a lot. In fact, uh, I think that it would sound much better as a fast song. Jesus. 
that's one of the greatest internet videos of all time. It oh is for sure uh, one of... It, YouTube owes a lot of success to this song. I will say that. And I think that is the biggest... You mean this point. song owes a lot of success to YouTube? Uh, no. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, YouTube that, made it bigger? or No, I think that uh, this song made YouTube bigger because it was one of the OG YouTube Oh, like, you're talking videos. about the YouTube, this crappy, fast song. I get it. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, that's He-Man's version what's going on oh my god uh, it's pretty great if you were alive if you're if you're our age and like we're <laughs> you know getting into the internet because you didn't have any friends you definitely saw this video probably on like ebombs world or i don't know world star hip-hop or something like that and then uh then it got posted post on youtube <laughs> <laughs> i can't stand you <laughs> Yep, that's where I would see the He-Man video. Yeah. Holy crap. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good track. Anyways, Four Non Blondes, uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, they, they put out this one album called Bigger, Better, Faster, More. And What's Up was, ar not arguably, it was the only hit on there. It was the, their biggest song. But they also had other tracks. And once again, this uh, it, it, this suffers the same the same actually uh, I'm, I'm wrong about that well, so yeah yeah spaceman which is their next most popular song does appear a few tracks later in the list which tells me that maybe it's not just uh the audience you know not not skipping ahead or not turning it off right that's what i was gonna say because as the as the song was playing i was checking out the 92 album their only album and um the though what's up sits at 448 million it's gargantuan yeah. uh spaceman is a couple songs after right seven million listens just about mm -hmm. or just over um and then like a few songs later they got dear mr president three million and the rest mm -hmm. of the album it's not like it's at like you know hundreds of thousands of listens the majority is over a million actually minus just one song so yeah. we might we might be in for a you know a nice a nice healthy surprise who yeah. knows I mean, the, you know the the number of plays does speak volumes so we'll see uh here's a little bit of spaceman from four nine blondes that 
I'm yeah, a, I'm a, I'm a, a regular, fine fan of that. She's a regular Bowie, huh? I'm telling you, I, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like sort of David Bowie in the verses. Yeah. And then, like, man, she just explodes her yeah. voice. Yeah, the, both both the choruses there really uh, really amp mm-hmm. up the songs a lot. And, I mean, yeah, she can sing, no doubt. Yeah, Linda the, Perry is the, her name, by the way. I don't know if we said that. Oh, no, I, I, I think uh, the... The, I guess the driving force of of the band is her, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's um, and there's definitely more hook on that second song than Halo, um, mm, Halo yes. Three. Uh, <laughs> so I think that the answer is pretty clear. But I'll also say that this song did have charting information too, like mm. mid fifties, mid sixties, seventies kind of information, sort of mm-hmm. thing. But I want to say that what's up so far. I don't think we've we've reviewed a song that had this many number one spots. I'm looking mm. at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen different countries. Number wow. one, this in Germany, double platinum. Double platinum is a million plus sales. That's just in Germany. Like this thing sold gracious a, a, insane amount of records. Like. Huh. That's it's it's a lot. I'd be I'm, I'm looking down here at, at their at their charting information. I'd be really yeah. interested to hear their cover of Misty Mountain Hop, which is a Led Zeppelin song. Oh, uh, they they did that for one of those compilation albums I was talking about, and that song charted as well. Not not very high. It charted 78 in Australia, mm. and that's all it that's all it ever got. But it is interesting that you know they they were able to. Do something like that. I mean, just based on the success of, of one song. But yeah, Spaceman, wow. I do like it. It's I I don't know. I I can't say I'd go back and revisit it anytime sure. soon. Because I mean, like, you know, maybe I'm too old or I who knows, whatever. But like, it, it's interesting. Um, it's definitely got more more to offer than uh, Halo Three. Yeah. So Halo Three. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna four nine blondes. They're they're the better band here. So they're the better Breakfast band. The Tiffany's or or Deep Blue Boys or whatever the hell you are. Um, <laughs> the Deep Blue Boys, go, the Soggy Bottom Boys. Go practice. Go practice Microsoft Paint a little more and uh, come back. <laughs> we can't wait to hear that new single. You guys, are, you guys are great. You guys, oh, that's you, wonderful. You, you guys, guys are great. Fun. You guys are almost as good as the monkeys. You guys are awesome. Uh, Deep Blue something. Yes, I will agree. They are more deserving of the title one hit wonder yeah also mm. hootie and the blowfish are on that zeppelin cover album too oh no and cheryl God. crow what's the what's the, the album uh it's called econ econium eco eco <laughs> ecomium and encomium encomium you spe- spell it for the lovely people uh e-n-c-o-m-i-u-m Encomium, uh, a tribute to yeah, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, didn't help me pronounce it at all. <laughs> Encomium. Encomium. Well, yeah, but it's it's kind of kind of fun. Uh, you got some Blind Melon on there. You got a little bit of Duran Duran. It does Thank You. Great song. Great band. Go check it out. Led Zeppelin. They're really, they're, they're going places. The, yeah, they're going to be, the ba- they're going to be huge. The band to watch, guys. Uh, the band to watch. You heard it here first on One Hit, No Wonder. Uh, I think that's everything we got for this week. I am happy in our decision. I'm I happy. So Actually, the, my 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 days just gotten a lot gloomier. It was it was really nice outside earlier, and now like the the gloomy clouds are setting in, and it's kind of a Ooh. bummer way to end a Sunday, you know. But no, I think it's a good way to end a Sunday. Now you can pour yourself a sweet G and T, sit back in your favorite chair, 
<laughs> Take your pants <laughs> off and listen to that sweet Led Zeppelin cover album. <laughs> <laughs> I just went from 30 to 60 years old. <laughs> I'm going to pour myself a gin and tonic and listen to some Zeppelin covers tonight. <laughs> Zeppelin <laughs> covers in my boxers. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't need to go make some dinner because uh, it's supper time. And a certain member of this uh, podcast decided to keep everybody else waiting for a long Jeez. time. I'm sorry, okay? I sounded I'm like, sorry. I sounded like the girl from Us just now. Lord have mercy. And Guys, thanks for movie. listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, what do you want to leave them with? Oh, man. Um, You know what? um, I I, want to listen to the Hootie and the Blowfish uh, cover. Really? Okay. I was going to say the Misty Mountain Hop, but if you want to listen to Hootie, let's do that one. Well, uh, we'll we'll save the other one for... uh, We'll we'll make it a series. (laughs) We'll, We'll... We'll do a special episode where we review this 90s Zeppelin tribute album. All right, here's a Misty Mountain Hop from Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Also, uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. Hang on. No, 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 no. No, you're not going to do me like that, Spotify. Uh, It is not, it is not our poor sweet um, uh, ladies, four non blondes, doing doing this version that Spotify has here. It's some (gasps) crap band called Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Oh, and is she just featured, I guess? No, it's the actual bands that that is like they're listed as the ones who do the song on Wikipedia, oh my but Spotify God. has apparently replaced that. I'm not I'm not digging that. Heart does a version of it, but we've all heard Heart stuff. Uh, dude, Hootie's okay. Hootie's here too. All right. Uh, all right, we're going on Hootie. Hootie. All right, here's Hootie. Hootie. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye.